The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. Is the thought of suicide selfish? Yeah, it is, definitely. It's a symptom of being selfish. Because people have the idea that they get to decide what to do with their lives. But that is not true. What decides what you can do with your life is reality. It's not you. Your intent, your ideas, your beliefs, your opinions and your feelings do not decide about life. It's reality that does that. If you tomorrow decide to overcome gravity by starting to fly, it's not going to happen. So it's always within the framework of reality. So deciding about your life is an absurd concept. It's because of individualism that we have this idea. It's like your cells in your body don't decide for themselves. They just do what they got to do. That's it. And what they do is defined by what is most aligned with reality. For them, it's very simple. But for us, it becomes more complicated because we have a feedback loop that projects the world and the extent to which it's accurate allows us to be more or less aligned with reality. And that's why it's so important to use our knowledge and our understanding to align the both so we can be more compatible. Latin, everything you do in life, you d- so is that not selfish? Okay. Shikazima, I've already talked about it a lot. And it's something that a lot of people cannot really relate to. It's hard to relate to, but that's how I work. I don't care about my beliefs. I don't care about my opinions. I don't care about my feelings. They are all merely a tool for me to be able to have the biggest impact. So I use my beliefs and my feelings and my opinions to the extent that they work to have an impact. The moment that I get a feedback loop where it shows that these beliefs or these opinions might be flawed... I just immediately course correct it. I'm not biased. I'm not invested in my beliefs. I'm not invested in my feelings. I'm not invested in my opinions. They are what they are. And it changes all the time. And I try to adapt all the time. And that's why I'm so good at rhetoric. Do you think that I was born and I had all these ideas that are so waterproof? The reason why they're so waterproof is I constantly am this skeptic towards my own thoughts. And as a result, I just improve and improve and improve them to the extent that I'm probably one of the most solidified frameworks on logic and rhetoric in the world. That's why nobody even talks about this stuff. That's why this is so advanced because that's how I go about life. I'm not invested in what I think, in what I feel, in what I believe. None of it. It's all irrelevant. It's all just a tool. Figures, but then how do you introspect in a way that you know what you're doing is right due to subconscious reasons. Say a kid all their life gets rewarded with a candy each time they do something good. So when they do something good to someone else, they're automatically acting out of selfish reasons due to the fact that they are rewarded from such a young age. Their subconscious actions almost program them to do this. Just playing devil's advocate here. You're not playing devil's advocate. You're just trying to be a smart ass, which you're not at all. Because just being in the chat, watching this stream, trying to be a wannabe is already undermining your intellectuality. Because true intellectuality comes through actions rather than words. But I'll just debunk what you say for the sake of it. When you are being just conditioned to basic Pavlovian conditioning, then sure, 
but our ability to reason and make decisions based on our reasoning can overcome this Pavlovian conditioning. And as a result, you start acting way more aligned with your understanding of reality based on reason. And maybe you feel like certain attachments to candy or whatever, but you just overcome them because you rewire them. Because that's what you do. You constantly rewire yourself. Your emotions, your thoughts are constantly, when you experience them, rewritten. And you can change this relationship to become more and more aligned with reality. How do you differ from conditioned behavior and free behavior? From an internal and external perspective, there is no way to tell the motives behind an action. There is, because true intent comes from within. As an external person, the only thing I can do is see your actions and deduce over a certain amount of time whether your intent is pure or not when you have a great act. But even if you have a great act, you fall through because your intent, if it's selfish, will automatically sipple through your actions. On the other hand, when it comes down to yourself, you know whether you do things for the right or the wrong reasons. Everybody understands very clearly what I mean. Cause and effect being responsible, taking action, having as big impact as possible. People understand these things. Every time when you eat a fucking burger or whatever, you are taking care of being alive. If you don't, you just drop dead. You understand the concepts. That's why people, when they just come and they intellectually masturbate at the cost of being able to do something else that has more impact, it's so hypocritical. It's coming from the wrong place. It's not even with true intent. People don't even want to understand so fascinating most of you guys watching the stream you don't care about truly understanding you care about just seeing how can i get a better feeling about this that's why you even watch the stream to feel a bit better you don't care about pure understanding not at all and the ones that do end up coming over so yeah when people even come and say in the chat like oh yeah this and that i see purpose like this no man you don't care you don't care about any of this you care about just feeling good about yourself and that's it that's the bottom line And the moment you see through that shit, you go like, yeah, actually it is true. Like, yeah, it's the first step, you know, because it ain't about you. So many people are interested in having impact. That's bullshit. That's not true. The odds of the species surviving are next to zero. That's also bullshit. You're saying two bullshit arguments, just excuses to justify your lack of responsibility. That's all. Just be honest with yourself, man. It's like so idiotic. People are dying right now. You can help them. You can have an impact, but no, just fucking around in the chat saying oh the world's going down to shit anyway and then you just go and sleep in your warm bed have your food have your meal it's so disgusting if the version of you would be on the other side of the planet seeing what he would be doing he'd feel ashamed it's like really like you're living your nice cozy life with your ivory tower bullshit arguments saying like oh yeah we're all interested in having an impact but the world's going to go down anyway it's just like man you're having all these physical needs being saturated all around you you're drowning in abundance and you have this cocky arrogance to make these kind of claims while other people that are less fortunate and might as well be you need your fucking help it's such a disgusting selfish dishonest vibe it's insane you don't get anywhere with that shit man and it's just a feedback loop as well it's something that you use to justify your inaction to justify your selfish greed and it's so hypocritical man you can go and google overpopulation that's a bullshit myth there is no overpopulation issue you have this belief that justifies your selfish actions and you haven't even taken the time to google it even though that belief helps you to be inactive which causes people to die 
and you haven't even taken the time to do research. If I would want to adopt a belief that could potentially justify my inaction that would kill people, I would do quite some research in that. But hey, wait a minute, you don't even have that belief in order to actually be honest to yourself. It's the other way around. You don't care and then you look for beliefs that sustains that carelessness. That's the problem. It's just a backwards rationalization. And that's why people like me are much more educated about these matters. You say these things that are completely BS. It's just a side effect. It's a symptom. It's because on a fundamental level, you choose to make life about you. And then when you see all this misery, you've got to justify you're doing nothing. Oh, overpopulation, done. Even though when you read about it for five fucking minutes, you see that the problem of overpopulation is child mortality because families take more children. And being able to support them lowers the child mortality, brings about Planned Parenthood, and on top of that, lowers the overpopulation issue. But hey, you didn't do that in research. Of course not. The reason why you don't do that research is because you don't care about this information. You care about justifying, sitting on your ass, doing jack shit. Shelburne says, okay, I understand the fundamental flaw in my thinking, but I sincerely fail to understand how you come to the conclusion that the purpose of life is about evolving by knowing that we would not have existed if not for evolution. Well, it's just an observation. It's a scientific observation. Just look at reality. If it wasn't for life evolving, we would still be basic cells or we wouldn't even exist at all. Evolution is an intrinsic property of what we are. If you look at technology, if you look at everything that has gotten us where we are now, that is evolution. And when I talk about evolution, I don't just talk biologically evolving. It's also culturally, intellectually. We have overcome the biological limitation through our culture and our intellectual understandings. Evolving is more about new accurate concepts than it is about biological DNA transformations. DNA was a very slow process the moment we got into the flow of understanding the world and stuff we grew tremendously as a species it is a property of what we are but how does that make it the purpose of life that's what i don't understand because life is evolving it's not just a property of life it's what it is if evolving is not part of the equation you don't even have life evolving is the most close defining factor of what differs life from a rock life is matter that possesses the seven or eight characteristics of life. Evolving is something that life does by random mutations and natural selection. But the thing is though, like when you say evolving is something that life does by random mutations and natural selection, right? If you say that, then evolving includes random mutations and natural selection. It's part of evolving. So when you think about evolving, you have to look at it from the vast perspective of what evolving entitles. And that is moving forward. It is what brought us to be what we are. And without that component, even the most basic life wouldn't exist. You'd have just some DNA maybe. That's, or even that might be because of evolving. You would just have no life at all. If you want to describe life in the most accurate way, it is evolving. Cell RD says, reality is doing fine. Acting along the patterns that just are what they are. So it's not us caring about nature, reality. It's about us caring about ourselves, right? Reality does not care if we go extinct or never reach singularity. We do. It's, that's not true. It is about just being aligned with life itself. Your cells do not have the ability to care. They just are. And they bring about what you are. And society is brought about the interconnectivity of us being more social and caring about each other. It's what brought us about to where we are right now. Of course, you have a selfish aspect. But I wouldn't even call it selfish. It's just like a cell being selfish, trying to take food, but it's 
contributing to a bigger picture. The problem is that we are completely self-centered with our beliefs and our ideas. If you're in a survival situation in the middle of the jungle, then I can understand that you're very focused on survival, on yourself to survive. But we have surpassed that a long time ago. So we don't need to be self-centered to survive. But yet we glorify this idea and these beliefs, this reptilian brain, because it's more easy to access and to sell shit. It's more easy to abuse fear and all that stuff. It's more easy to tap into than intellectuality. That's why you get stuff like Trump. So I would say like, no, it's not about caring about ourselves. It's about caring about life in a broader perspective. How can you draw purposes from science? Science is merely just concepts that we as humans use to define observable universe. We can. Call me intellectual masturbator, but what if objectively we are created by a higher intelligence and we are merely just human experiments? Can you really disprove the existence of God, higher intelligence? That's irrelevant. These questions are merely a symptom. You don't even care about the answer. You're just attached to your beliefs, to your selfishness. And when I debunk it, it causes dissonance and you go into denial and deflect it. But hey, I'll address it. You can't perfectly, scientifically, draw purpose. Because what is purpose is the reason something exists. And you can figure out why life exists. You can understand that it's because of evolving. It's because of random mutations or whatever. It doesn't matter so much. It's about, you know, the process of moving forward. And that's what brought us, us about. Then you can still say like, yeah, but objectively, why should the universe... Get? But it's not about the universe. The universe as a reference frame cannot even exist. In order to have a reference frame, the reference frame has to be able to be uh, subjective in its nature. So even objectivity is a paradigm within a subjective reference frame. But by saying and stating that, you don't just discard everything that is objective because even within a subjective reference frame where you look from existence and from what you are... You can still create a framework to see what is more or less likely. And doing so requires your understanding of reality. And that's where science can help. And that's why you can just build what you're designed to do. Because it's one thing to say these things and then just go and see a girl and go fap. Why do you do that? Why do you eat? Why do you sleep? So on one hand, you're using all these arguments to try and have this detachment to what you are. But on the other hand, your life is constantly filled with what you're designed to do. If you don't do it, you die. So it's just hypocritical to try and have this duality on one end where you say like, oh yeah, you have all these things, you have that and that. And on the other hand, you're still following your design. The only reason why you're being less impactful is because you're less optimal because your beliefs are dishonest, are not aligned with reality. And that's why I have way more impact because my beliefs are aligned. And if they're not, I change them. So when you talk about is there higher intelligence or God or higher, the problem is here not this question. The problem is that you think binary. You want to have an absolute truth. But there is no such a thing as absolute. We have understood that our universe is inherently probabilistic. So we can't know for sure anyway. So why would you choose to believe in a God or a, someone that simulated us or whatever the fuck if the chances are very small or if it's completely irrelevant to the equation, to what you are? Because it's not because tomorrow you suddenly figure out, let's say we discover we are a simulation, maybe, likely, or whatever. Are you going to change your life? You're just going to keep doing what you're doing, right? So when you say these things, it's not even about understanding the answers, the true answers to these questions. It's about feeding your selfish justification to just live your life and completely lose yourself in experience, which is dishonest. It's flawed. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live and follow the real Athene on Snapchat.